Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 151. That's episode one of goddamn season four of the Chamberlain and Chance podcast. My name is Chamberlain of InfiniteBacklog.com. Joining me this evening is Chance of the Games of Chance.blogspot.com. Chance, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, welcome back. Thank you. Alex is I here. I got platinum Overwatch. <laughs> you what? what? I got platinum wait, wait. in Overwatch. Oh, no, I didn't like, like the trophy or no, no, the rank, the rank. Oh, oh, nice. oh, oh, okay. That's even that's even harder. I, yeah, I imagine. Yeah. And well, Alex I've is here of daily days. of uh, dailycrackpot.blogspot.com. Alex, wait now. Updates sometimes now. Yeah, I like hey, that. Hey, hey, thank that, you. That totally made me want to go see that. It's man good. On the list. It's like a really good eight. Yeah. And, you know, because I didn't, I just didn't hear enough about it that was really positive when it came out. But, uh, I love, uh, Ryan, Ryan Gosling. I love Ryan yeah. Gosling. Like, I think he's done some amazing shit, but, um, but yeah, no, it's, yeah, maybe I want to see it. I, I have only one major criticism, and that's just no one gives a shit about Michael Collins, and that makes me furious. Which movie is this? I, I missed. Um, First Man. First Man. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, over, over the holidays, I watched, I saw a bunch of shit. I saw Venom. I'm oh, sorry. Really? I didn't mind it. You didn't mind okay. it? No, I didn't mind it. I, I, I hear thought, Venom doesn't show up until like an hour into it. I don't think it was that long. Uh, I would say maybe a half hour. Okay. Um, no, it, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It certainly makes the, the Eddie and Venom characters more interesting. Um, I kind of mm. like them. And I watched the Happy Time Murders. Oh, okay. I didn't mind that either. Okay. No, okay. It, it, right. it, it, it definitely had its moments. Um, uh, Melissa McCarthy was like, you know how sometimes you're watching a Melissa McCarthy movie and it's just like, you need to stop yelling at some point. <laughs> like, and, and, uh, and th- this was not one of those. This was one where she's like, she was a character. She was playing that character and she did a real good job of it. And all the puppets that surrounded her, like just the, the puppetry of it was fantastic and just totally fucking X-rated. It was fantastic for that. Um, now, that was not a Jim Henson Studios production, but one of his sons did that, oh, correct? I it was see. not a straight Jim Henson Studios, but I swear there's a family that sounds connection right. there. That sounds right. Yeah. And uh, what else? Okay. There was there was a show. We're just looking at the cast. It was on Netflix, and, mm. uh, you know, the preview starts running. And it's Paul Rudd in a room, and, uh, and he's talking to uh, – who was the guy who was in the newsroom? Pretty sure that's who Newsroom. it was. Um, uh, uh, Jeff the, Daniels? Yeah, he's talking to Jeff Daniels, I'm pretty sure it was. And the camera pans over, and there is the guy from Memento. Um, oh, God. Oh, you know, oh, oh the Australian dude? Yeah, there's Guy Pierce. Yeah, that awful Yeah, that awful old age makeup in Prometheus. Yeah, and, and oh. there's Guy Pierce. And, oh. that, and I'm Rubber like, holy, mask. holy yeah. shit, that's Guy Pierce. Yeah. And then someone else starts talking. It's Paul fucking Giamatti. I'm like, what the fuck is this? So it's called The Catcher Was a Spy. It's a true story. Oh, yeah. It's a true story about uh, a, a, ca- a mediocre catcher in the major leagues who was also a functioning genius, spoke multiple languages, went to an Ivy League school, hmm. and he gets hooked up with the CIA and is tasked with assassinating the German scientist who might be developing the atomic bomb during World War II. Hmm. So an interesting story, an interesting little piece of character, a very interesting uh, main character, uh, played quite well by Paul Rudd. He's actually like... A slightly scary guy. It was kind of interesting. What? Yeah, no, he was. Like, like there, well, only when he wanted to be, like, because the movie heavily implies that he's either gay or bi. And, um, and there's a scene early on where one of the guys in this ball club is concerned that he's sharing a locker room with someone who's gay. And so Paul Rudd is in a limo later that night, and uh, he wants to go to this certain area of town, and the guy recognizes him as this famous ball player. 
And so Paul Rudd has him drop him off blocks away from where he actually wants to go, and he starts walking. And we, it's not overtly said where he goes, but it definitely seems to be a gay club. Yeah. And then as he walks out, the guy from his ball club is there and confronts him on it, and Paul Rudd beats the piss out of this guy <laughs> for even suggesting that he might expose him. Um, so it was it was a really weird because that's how you had to be back then. You, well, you've yeah. seen Paul Rudd, you know, do like action movies and shit like that. I've never been intimidated by Paul Rudd. Until this, like it was, it was actually pretty hmm. cool. He's so also it, an amazing dancer. I, I didn't know that. And um, classically, the, um, Shakespeare and Train. Oh, seriously, he does. He's uh, he's done a lot of Shakespeare on Broadway. Ugh, it's not oh, fair. These people he, are so talented. No, he gets everything, man. He does have that voice. He does have that kind of like stage voice. Mm. Yeah, well, there's that one like uh, I don't know if you ever watched. Um, oh, what was it? Tim and Eric show. No. Or it's just like it's. Oh, what's it called? I forget. The, just Google Paul Rudd, Tim and Eric. It's just him in the sketch, and it just shows off all the dance moves he has. It's worth mm. your time. It's not fair. I promise you. <laughs> so, uh, video games. Yeah. Well, hold on. Hold on. What? What? Not what? video games. Oh, no. oh, yeah. You saw a movie. I did. I did not see, as I threatened to see, uh, Mortal Engines. I figured, Good. you know what? I'll, go, yeah. I'll watch that on video at some point. I'm not going to spend my money on that. However, the boy and I saw Into the Spider-Verse. Good. And holy cow, that movie was awesome. Really? Oh, yeah. Look, it was. Yeah, I read about the big twist. That's a good big twist. Uh, yeah. It's. Oh. Though it, it, like. Wait, which twist are you talking about? Well, basically. No, I don't want to know the twist. I don't want to know the twist. Like how, like, every other person, Peter, like, Spider-Man meets becomes a villain. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, it, it kind of irritates me, but if you play it off well enough, like the game did, I don't mind it. No, it's it's okay because there's interesting twists on a lot of the villains, especially. I can't say because chance you got to see right. this. It's yep. good. I'm not going to spoil anything. It's it's really really good. Now you had I had emailed you that I saw it and you you had said that like the the frame rate might mess with you a little bit. Yeah. But it, it you forget about it. You don't because like the foreground, the characters are moving at one frame rate and the background is moving at a different frame rate. And I saw something where. The, the characters are only moving at, I believe, 16 frames a second. That sounds but right. when there's two, when there's two characters in the same screen, they're offset from each other. So it's like one moves a frame, then the other one moves, another one moves. So it's not, it's not like jumpy. It's, it's offset. And then the background's actually at a normal frame rate. So it's a stylistic choice. It's not cheapness. It's just it's how they decided to well, do it. Well, it is, mu- it just happens to be more. Well, it also cheaper, happens to be a lot yeah. cheaper. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I'm not yeah. gonna. And, and that's the thing is it just, Feels cheap. It feels like. But well, it doesn't if you look. Can get cheap. behind anime. You can get behind this. It doesn't look cheap. It looks amazing. The difference visually, is- it's just amazing. Like I, I've gotten sucked into motion comics. I can see myself getting into that. Yeah, yeah, and and the fact that it's it's the way I heard it saw it described <laughs> is it's it's a coming out story. Except Miles isn't gay. It's just Miles accepting Who that and embracing that he is Spider Man. And it takes three quarters of the movie. For him to get to the point where he accepts it, and when he accepts it, he's just suddenly a badass. Huh. Um, because there is, or this is not really a spoiler because it's in trailers. Like Miles meets Peter, uh-huh. and then Peter dies. Kingpin kills him. Okay, that's a spoiler. No, it's not. It's in trailers. The fact that Peter dies. Peter dies. That's a spoiler. No, it's not. It's a I've totally seen not. other Peters. I've seen all the fucking trailers. I never know. Didn't know. That but Peter you died. saw. Okay, the Peter you see in the trailer is the Peter from a different. Alternate universe. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's just stop. Stop. Right. Fine. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a good. good. Movie. It's, a it's, good movie. it's really really good. It works on multiple levels. The fighting is good. There was. See, how do I tell the story without sounding sounding insensitive? There was. 
next to me, it was a full theater because we went on, on New Year's Day and packed, sold out. And to my right was a family of four. And one of the guys there um, obviously had Down syndrome. And he was uh. just there with his family seeing it. <clears throat> and at one point during an action scene, I look over and that guy was so happy. He was just in love. And you know what? I'm like, good on you because I wish I could get that excited about something because he was right. just loving it. And then I looked around and I realized it wasn't just him. Mm-hmm. Every kid in the audience was just wide-eyed staring at this thing because it was awesome. Then I realized, wait a minute, if I stop being so freaking cynical, yeah, I can enjoy this. And, and then it snapped. I'm like, wow, okay, this is just fun. I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to let it wash over me. That's We've got five spider people doing crazy shit. It's a good time. Some of the hard, harshest critics I follow all said, I walked in expecting to hate this, and I love it. Yeah, it's you, you cannot go in expecting Shakespeare. You're, you're, this is a comic book movie, but it is a comic book movie that gets that it's okay to be kind of silly. and But the action is still good. The Miles has a story arc that, you know, and, 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 and okay, can I say this without spoiling anything? Nicolas Cage has a part in it, yeah, and it's awesome. Uh, he's noir. Yeah, and it's awesome. They, they should not have been fired off a of solo. No, they should have let him stay on solo yep. because because it's just fun. It was just yeah. fun for an hour and forty five minutes. They made Tom Solo too much fun. and got fired. Go figure. <laughs> so, no, I heartily see, I wanna, recommend. I want to see it. I won't be able to get to a theater. The movie I'm waiting for now <laughs> that I really want to see is actually Vice. I really want to see that. I did see that. How's that? Hmm. That that good, eh? Mm, 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 mm. Oh, really? Mm. The trailers are kind of funny. It, it's not funny. It's oh, actually really? it, it has a right amount of gravitas and just slow motion horror. Oh, yeah. It's okay. it's nobody's a monster, but the things they do are monstrous. Okay. There's forty five minutes. This movie doesn't need. It goes <laughs> on forever, and just yada yada's over the best parts. Like, you know the, the part of his life where he shoots his best friend in the face? That's basically in a montage. Huh. We, we never meet that guy. He never becomes a character. It, it Christian Bale's amazing, but it has two and a half hours and just never told me anything I didn't know about him. Oh. Except for a little mm. stuff at the beginning. It's it, it's not good. It wasn't good. That's too bad. Hmm. I, was, I was looking at my phone half the time. Oh. And I did not want to do that. Christian Bale is hypnotic. But the story and writing lets him down. There's a narrator that just gets on your nerves, and it takes way too long for it to pay off. But it does pay off. But it's just it's it's in love with the smell of its own farts a little bit. <laughs> Somehow that fits that era of politics, though. I mean, but the acting's amazing. Amy Adams is amazing. Um, Christian Bale's amazing, and uh, uh, um, who's playing W? Um, Chris. Uh, there's not enough W. That was another thing. He, um, Sam Rockwell is yeah, perfect. Okay. He's perfect. And he's maybe in there 20 minutes. Oh, come on. He, W's. He's barely, he's barely involved. Yeah. I suppose it's, it's kind lo- of the point, though, is that W didn't really do anything. And what makes me mad is this movie had nothing but time. But it's just, it's so <laughs> in love with the minutia of, like, all the shitty things he did, which were t- the tons of shitty, little shitty things. That doesn't tell a story. Mm. And it, it just, it just, it just it, it, there's a running gag with his heart attacks, which was kind of great, but mm. that's about it. Oh, there's was one scene where they were where um Lynn and um Dick are like talking in iambic pentameter, and it's just it's it's dumb. 
It wasn't mm-hmm. good. Like, like they, they preface it with, now we could, it's like the moment where he decides whether or not he's going to be vice president. And it's like, now we could have uh, gone back and forth and all the things they could have said. Yeah, it could have written a decent scene. It apologizes it wasn't able to write a decent scene. It's it's not funny. Really? Yeah, it's not funny. And then it goes off into Shakespeare, and it's bad Shakespeare parody. Ugh. It's so weird, and it just completely lost me. Mm. I know. But it's oh, worth well. it for that, and who plays Rumsfeld? Oh, man. Uh, uh, we'll look it up. Steve Carell. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Not not really... He's, yeah. he's not really... doesn't remind me of um, Rumsfeld, but like he captures the essence of him so well. I, I don't care. Yeah, rent it. I still but get a little it. drunk. I wish I was drunk when I was watching it. No. <clears throat> I don't drink. I still don't drink. Yeah. Often. Much. Pretty much ever. Like yeah, I'm, I'm backing off on it a lot, too. It's surprising. It's like, when was the last time I got a beer? Like, I don't know. You guys are making me feel really bad as I clink my bottle. No, right don't. Here. You sweat. Like, I just, then you eat and look at all the money we save. <laughs> No, I st- uh, the money still disappears. That's still an issue. Yeah, video games are still right there, sucking up your money. Yeah. <sighs> Steam sales, all that jazz. So, speaking of money disappearing, round about Christmas, Chad oh, yeah. sends me an email saying, hey, the PSVR slash camera combo with Beat Saber and Borderlands 2 VR is going on sale for $100 off. And I replied with a hearty fuck you, because that was it. Now I have to buy it. So I bought it. I have a VR now. <laughs> and first of all, the boy uses it much more than I do because he can tolerate the motion sickness more than I can. What does he play? Uh, he plays a lot of Beat Saber. He wanted Job Simulator, so I bought that for him. Um, he played a little bit of um, Rush of Blood. Oh, wow. So he can tolerate it. The problem is is I, I sat down and the first thing I tried was Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. And it looked really good. I mean, I I missed the the sharpness to it because on on the pro it's a great looking game. It's sharp and and the edges are nice and clean and they, you know and you you lose that fidelity mm-hmm. in the VR, but it still works really well with the way it moves because it moves more slowly. Resident Evil Seven, at least in the beginning, is not a very fast paced game. I didn't get far enough to get into any combat. I don't know how that would have worked, but RE Seven didn't make me feel ill while I was playing it. Which is good. Then I tried Res HD, and there's a specific new level for Res HD designed around VR, where you're kind of looking around the room. And I, it took me about a half an hour to get through that. And when I was done, wow, I felt terrible. Just pity your stomach, nausea, like gripping the couch, trying not to fall off of it. It was, it was a bad time. Yeah, you're not reaching for the mix. No, nuts, huh? I was not eating or drinking anything. I just sat there mm. and like played Tetris for a half an hour. Or something, something low impact, just to like calm down. So that didn't work. And the same thing happened with Rush of Blood, where Rush of Blood is literally an on-rail shooter, where half the time you're on a roller coaster. So imagine how that made me feel. So that's out. And and I apologize. Like a Tuscan. Yeah, lunch. I apologize, Alex. I have not tried Borderlands 2 VR yet. I will eventually. Um, don't don't worry about it. Like I've actually <clears throat> popped back into it, and I'm thinking. Any Borderlands 2 that doesn't have the last expansion in it is... It has no expansions. It's just a, it's just a straight yeah. game. Because that last expansion is as good as Borderlands has ever been. And to not have that in there, at least the last expansion, is no, that's not. That's, not, that's not the question. Borderlands 2, at launch, <clears throat> with the, just the base amount of content, 
was a huge fucking game. Yeah, it is. It, it is. It's yeah. a huge yeah. fucking game. Just the cost of porting that alone over into VR to make it work is a huge investment. Um, the odds mm-hmm. of them actually recouping that and not beyond being able to say, hey, we have this on our platform, it's probably not very good. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, um, but the, so the, the question is, yeah, yeah. does that work? Is it fun to play? I don't think it I, I'll find out. I, I read some things about it. Actually, Chance, I think you sent this to me where they, they, they disabled <clears> the <throat> jump button because they said by, if, if you're jumping, you're going to get sick. So they disabled oh. the jump button and you can turn it back on if you want to. Are there so, any parts where you need to jump? I have no uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So constantly. So, we'll see. I mean, I, I have it. It's a code. It didn't come on a disc, of course. It's a code I have to download. So I will try it. But. Yeah, there's lots of little platforming stuff you want to find yeah, all the loot. But. Beat Saber is brilliant. It's a simple game. You are standing at the edge of like a table. Like you remember Clax, the old puzzle game where things are rolling down like a, a, an escalator at you and you have to hit them or match them up. Nope. Okay, old puzzle game. Anyway, you're standing at the end of it like a table and these these blocks are screaming down at you and you have to hit them in time with the music, usually in a specific direction with either your right hand or your left hand, and. Penny Arcade had the absolute perfect comic for this. It's like how you feel playing Beat Saber, and you had your, and you're like in this Tron get up with swords and looking cool. And then how you look playing Beat Saber is you are wrecking the room because you're swinging your arms around like an idiot and just flailing like a madman. But it's just, it's fun in a way that I had fun with Rock Band when it was new. There's just something very satisfying. About it. Now, it doesn't have enough tracks. It's got like 20 odd tracks. There are more coming. And it's not terribly difficult. I mean, I've been through all the songs on Expert already. I don't have perfect scores on them, but I've beaten them all on Expert. But it's just, it's, it's, it's perfect for like half an hour. Get your heart rate up. Swing your arms for a little bit. Have a good time. You're going to hate what I'm about to say. Okay. What are you you about to say? You know what you can do with the PC version of Beat Saber? Oh, you can mod it. And you can you can just put it in MP3. Yeah, I know. MP3 you want because one of the coolest things I've seen was someone did uh, Eminem's Rap God and put it in a Beat Saber. Mm -hmm. No, it's awesome. It's awesome because that part where he goes into that really fast rapping part, it's just insane. So, I mean, there's a couple of modes in it that are actually different than the PC. There's a one-handed mode where it kind of changes it and you kind of do fencing as opposed to dual wielding, Mm -hmm. which is fun. You can play with the speeds on the tracks to kind of like slow down and practice or speed up and make it harder. So it's definitely a good time. It's just really short on content. And the music itself is this kind of K-pop-ish stuff that I would never listen to in a million years. But it works in the context of the game because you need that throbbing like boom, boom, boom to kind of keep it, keep yourself in rhythm. So it's fun. It's a good game. I don't, I, I can't necessarily <laughs> say go out and blow 250 bucks to play it like I did but if you've got a headset and a camera and a couple of the waggle remotes then you could do worse I've heard really good things about the Creed game oh there's no demo of that I have to see I have to see if it's there I think it's got like 90% seriously yeah like like a lot of people throwing around best boxing game ever played really yeah wow okay Okay. yeah that's what I was saying it does but there's a lot of that. Yeah. But it, it was like number one for like two days over Christmas. Huh. Stop selling it on Steam. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, so um, because I, I I can't see anyone else talking. So about you it. haven't tried Tetris Effect. I have not. I spent all of my coins 
<laughs> all my my Christmas money on the PSVR. I haven't bought a whole lot for it. There are a couple games on the list for it that I need to play. Tetris Effect is one of them, and I need to play Moss. And then Astrobot Rescue Mission is definitely on there, too. <laughs> I, th- I think games where it's more about putting you in a 3D space as opposed to throwing you through a 3D space will be okay for me. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I don't get motion sick playing Beat Saber because it's coming at you. I'm not going through it. And the demo of Moss is more of you're in the environment with the mouse. You are yes. not flying through the environment like an idiot. So that's going to be okay. That's fun. Being able to turn around and look behind you, that's cool. That's but, exactly what Astrobot is. Okay, then yeah, then that's definitely on the list, and it, it will get played, because I'm finally free of the shackles of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So you beat it. I did. That's 102 hours. I thought I'd check, Damn. I thought I'd check your blog regularly. I didn't see anything about you beating it. I just managed to put something up today. Oh, okay. And on it, I, I, I intentionally redacted the number of hours, because 102 hours on Assassin's Creed Odyssey is a bit embarrassing. That's a lot of time. I don't think that is embarrassing. I, like I, everyone, everyone said ninety to hundred. Yeah. yeah, but here's the problem: it doesn't have an ending. That is what I heard, and it pisses me off because I'm betting the ending is going to be DLC, mm-hmm. which I'm not going to well, buy. No. Are you talking about like the end of Cassandra slash uh, whatever the guy's name? Well, there's there's three. Stories. Okay, are either of you going to play this game? Uh, no, and I know that. Uh, uh, Cassandra, you, like, you basically end up... Okay, I'm spoilers. Can I spoil it? Spoilers. Spoilers, you, uh, the main character becomes immortal and is still alive in the modern age. Correct. And then dies immediately after they show up in the modern age. Yeah. Because they have the staff of, staff of Hephaestus that keeps them alive long enough to warn the new person about something, and they hand the staff over. But that's only... There's, there's three different story arcs. There is killing all of the cult, mm-hmm. which ends with kind of nothing. There is sealing Atlantis, which ends with Alexios or Cassandra showing up in the modern age, which is kind of cool, but, you know, not that interesting. And then there's the end of the family saga, where either you kill your sibling, or you get them all back together and have dinner together. Huh. And that's kind of, that's, I mean, it's kind of nice, but then you're like, okay... I mean, all the other, all the other Assassin's Creed games end, or at least have somewhere in there that feeds into the crazy bullshit mythos of Assassin's Creed. And yeah. I like it when there's a little bit of it, but I need that. I need that bit of metafiction to go with it, to tie these together. Well, you got it, the um, staff of Hephaestus. But that's it. It was like 30 seconds. Yeah, and there and there's your there's your little tidbit. I know, but it's it wasn't it wasn't enough. It was still a good game. I w- I would have liked this game more if it was not an Assassin's Creed game. Just make it like Alexios' Odyssey of sleeping with men and women over Greece and have a good time and, you know, call it that. Without the Assassin's Creed baggage at all on it, it would have been better. I probably still agree fun. with that. I think I would probably agree with that. I mean, it was still fun. Um, I think I played it wrong because, Chance, you said when you started it, you played it the way they said to play it, yeah. which is to not have all the question marks sitting out there. You have to find things. Yep. Whereas I played it the old way because I'm obsessed with unlocking map things. And the problem is is that they don't want you to do that. There's too much stuff. You're not supposed to find all this stuff. That's you're supposed your to like playthrough. Yeah, you're supposed to kind of adventure and whatever's in your path, cool, that's cool. But because I cannot resist a question mark on a map, I dumped a hundred hours into things that became mm-hmm. kind of repetitive. Now see it was repetitive to me after maybe fifteen hours. 
And then, mm-hmm. then I kind of put it aside. And it definitely had its good points. But here's my question. So to get the good ending where you reunite your family or the bad ending where you kill your brother, now, is that like a binary choice at the end or is that based off all the little moral decisions you made throughout the game? I believe it's based on moral decisions that you made through the game and based on conversations that you have. So you meet your sibling a couple of times mm-hmm. and you have dialogue choices each time. Mm-hmm. And so... At the end of it, I had, I mean, it gave me the choice to either fight her or just kind of lay down my sword and see what happens. So I'm hoping that what I said <laughs> led up to getting that choice as opposed to just having to fight them. Because there are other ones that I screwed up. There was one cult member who you probably didn't have to kill. But because I had done something else previously that he mentioned, he's like, I'm not going to surrender. I know what you did to so-and-so. You're just going to kill me anyway, so let's fight. So there, there are consequences for decisions that are made. It's subtle, but they are there. Which is a step in the right direction for Assassin's Creed. True. But now they need to take another year off <clears throat> and wait until yes, they, they need do. to wait until the next generation of hardware and not make the same mistakes as, as Unity and you know make another good Assassin's Creed game in two or three years. Because this is basically Origins squared, and now I'm done. I don't need more Assassin's Creed. I'm, I'm, I'm sated. For at least 24 months. <laughs> but what if we gave you more Assassin's Creed? I'd play it. But I'm it pretty sure they're already doing it. free DLC for it, and they have been ever since launch. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if, if they treat this as a platform and, and ride it for a year, and then bring out another one in 2021, that'd be cool. Yeah, there's like rumblings that uh, Destiny 2 will just sort of eat what would have been Destiny hmm. 3, which That's could be probably interesting. probably a good idea given how yeah. successful 2 has been so far. Yeah. Man, I'm I'm not getting that year pass, and I love that game. <laughs> what have uh, what have you been playing, Alex? Uh, a bunch of random okay. stuff. Uh, I got back into Borderlands <laughs> too. I put I put on Krieg, who was the only character I played once. Yes, I played that game so many times. <laughs> He's the only character I've yeah, only played that... once, and like I didn't like him the first time because every skill he has has like a give yeah, and a take. Yeah, that's the guy who like. like yeah. He's a yeah, he's a psycho. Oh yeah, you punch yeah. guys and you get health back. And he's just, at first I thought it was kind of annoying, but like now I kind of love him. Hmm. Like the way his skins work is like, you know, like the bandits have that weird, like misspelled angry language. Hmm. And like, uh, like all the, all the names of his skins are like die, die, kill, kill, this is wrong, <laughs> stuff like that. And there's, and like whenever like you have like the, uh, uh, gun company logo skins, there's like, you know, Jacobs and Maliwan. All the other characters wear clothes, so like it has the logos over their skin. And on Krieg, he's got a bare chest, so he gets a tattoo. And the name for his Jacob skin is my left boob says Hobbs, and I love it. Like that's 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 him. He's 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 angry. He's funny. Like you look at a bunch of like random stats, and he'll just scream. Ah, these numbers are pretzeling my inner lobes. <laughs> and it's just there's a lot of effort went into him sounding stupid, and I love it. Like, 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 there's one skill that I kept away from because it sounded painful, but I just thought, just, hey, what if this is fun? It'll double your uh, melee um, melee damage, every skill you put into it, but the percentage of, like, uh, you'll have a 10% chance of, and instead of hitting an enemy, you'll scream something like, no, don't do it, and smack yourself in the face and blur your vision and kill your shield. <laughs> it just, it's, it just, it has a really nice splash of character and, like, gameplay, uh, uh, consequences into just what would have been an unstoppable, just melee tornado. And he's a lot of fun. I appreciate him as a character. I, I love, I, I've fallen back in love with just like the writing they did. There's like so many little side quests in that game I've never wow. touched that I'm getting around to. And they're pretty funny. 
And it's just amazing how much time I put into it, and I'm still finding stuff to love about it. God, I love that game, and I feel like I'm the only <laughs> one. No, you're definitely no, I liked it. I just didn't like it as much uh, as you do. I mean, I am cheating a little bit. Just like I goose the loot when I play it because it's just too stingy, way too how stingy does one for me. Goose the loot, mod it with with oh, uh, cheat oh. engine. Yeah, yeah. Like I make it so that every third chest has a lead something blue in it. Like it's nothing crazy, but it just makes just it a little increasing more fun the odds a little bit. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. I'd probably do the same thing. A Diablo three spoiled the crap mm-hmm. out of with me. good loot. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you don't have to wait more than like ten minutes for a legendary in that game. Just because it knows how to keep you playing for years. It's a casino. I was, I'm uncomfortable with that. <laughs> like, when the new season starts, yes, I'll be back in there. And I'm, I'm going to get that new, uh, what's it, armor set. But I won't be too happy mm-hmm. about it. But you're still going to play. I'm going to run in that treadmill, baby. That's the sign of addiction. Maybe. Maybe. No, it's it's a sign nah. of a game where the grind is good. I think Alex and me were emailing about this. Three Compelling years. is what yeah. I think. I think it was specific about Destiny, and yes, it was. and I compared it to uh, Darkest Dungeon, where a, a game mm-hmm. that's just a grind is okay if the grind itself is fun. Yeah, yeah, and like even like I call it a grind, but I'm dying every two minutes because I do something mm-hmm. stupid, and if I just pay attention, I can keep that from happening. It's it, there's still no, a challenge. Are we to talking it. about um, okay. Diablo? Yeah, uh, but also also Borderlands Two was a lot harder than I remembered it. Well, it has been a while. Like the higher difficulties are hard. It's been a, like, there's only two, but man, it's been a while grass. for you. Yeah, it's been uh, about uh, two years. Really? So I've actually wow. touched it. I put it down hard because I, I I I have I have at least eight characters I played all the way to level fifty oh, on geez. that. Yeah, good lord. Yeah, no, that's not okay. It's also a great podcast game that adds to it. <laughs> Listening, yeah. 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 So. I figured out that my library can just give you audiobooks. I'm like, oh, <laughs> no. What did I buy? I bought uh, Into the Breach on my Switch. I did too. Oh, man, I bounced off that. I don't so, even yeah. know what that game is. Explain. I, um, uh, Into the Breach is... Um, a grid um, strategy strategy RPG. You know, like, you can move your guy this many spaces, and then you can take an action, right? Like Final Fantasy Tactics yeah. or something like it, that. It is yeah. brutal and not uh, Yeah, t- t- top-down, um, well, not top-down, kind of isometric. Um, your guys are mechs. The aliens are, you know, like, gross bugs, giant bugs, and they're destroying a city. And this thing got nothing but positive reviews. I bet if I Metacritic it, there's no way it's under 80. Metacritic. Yeah. Into... No, it's like 90. People are... I got Game of the Year yes, a couple yes. of those. Are you serious? Uh, 90%. I don't... Wow. You know, the, you know the parts you hate about um, XCOM, yeah. Chamberlain? That's 90% oh, of yeah. this game. yeah. No, thank you. Just brutal, brutal, no, brutal failure. thank you. Because there's no, there's no chance to miss on your abilities or anything. No, but like I just... It's just figuring uh, it out. Like, every level is a puzzle. It is, and it's not... I don't know. Like I, I never struggled this much with XCOM, even on the higher difficulties. And I had a lot more fun with XCOM. I don't know what I'm missing here. I'm not having fun killing these enemies. How many missions did you? How many cost. missions did you get through? I I must have played eight. Oh, different see, missions. I did one point five, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna go play some Hyperlight. <laughs> it's not yeah. fun. Like Hyperlight Drifter, I I thought was more fun. It than is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I haven't like. There's nothing. I you know I tried Grizz. Grizz is like. Eh. Oh, wait, no, I was thinking of Faster Than Light. Yes, Hyperlight Drifter. No, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I yeah. played a little bit of Hollow Knight just because I played some. I uh, played some. Well, you know, yeah, I played some Hyperlight just because. And but really, all day, 
Like even even kind of on the weekends when I have some time with my Switch, I'm playing this game on my Switch. Really looking forward to playing Overwatch that night. Mm-hmm. And it's it's so much about playing Overwatch that even trying to do a video is just boring to me. And I'll watch some footage and I'll see some sick shit that I did. Like I had to play the game where I'm chasing a Moira and the Moira does her, you know, disappears and reappears over there thing. And because I'm Tracer, I just do, I do like these cool two sideways blinks and I'm right on her and I get a clip on her and then I run up to her friends, stick a pulse bomb on them, double kill, turn around, kill two more, kill five guys in the course of like 20 seconds. It was fucking incredible. And I, you know, there's probably something I could do with a video for that. I think I'll just play some Overwatch because that seems really fun. And so I've got 300 gigs on the PS4 right now. Jeez. 300 gigs of Overwatch footage. And I, I just, I, I know there's an amazing video in there, but I can't get the, usually a video, like I've been trying to get it to work with Lone Digger for literally a week. Last night I tried a bunch of different songs. None of them just kind of, usually it, 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 it happens when I just line up one part of a video with one or one part of a, bit of footage with one song and it's just oh my god that's magical and then i build the rest of the video just to facilitate that moment existing and that's how i end up with a video i'm really happy with i just can't do that right now i don't know why it's not happening but i'm gonna keep trying you you just don't have the creative bug right now you want to play you don't do. want necessarily want to create i do i want to go kill dudes i want to go kill dudes. <laughs> and if i were killing dudes right now i it would be going towards getting a cute little uh, cat and cat ears mask for anna mm. So that was this Overwatch, so Platinum. So I I didn't realize that there was the new season began, correct? New ranking? Yeah, it began like fucking New Year's Day almost. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, like it was weird. And not only that, but usually an off season is like a week or five days or something. This off season was two hours between seasons. Huh. So last comp season ends, this comp season begins. And, um,. Last season, I did my placements straight solo, didn't involve my brother at all, uh, went eight and two. This placement, I went, I, I think he was in about, I don't know, a third of my games, and I went s- six and four. Uh, mm. so d- definitely not as good, but I placed like 50 points higher than I did last season. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm still in platinum. Um, I'm actually quite comfortably in platinum. I'm edging towards mid platinum. But I also appreciate that the, the, the VR made a difference, right? Using the VR definitely made it easier for me to kill dudes. And what this did was it, pitted me with now superior aim, frankly, against a bunch of people who couldn't hack it. And as I continued playing, it started placing me. I'm seeing a lot of masters and grandmasters in my games lately. A lot of diamonds. It's pitting me against people that are used to people who can land shots like I land on people in gold. Okay. But they're not in gold. Yeah, they they know how to dodge. They know how to (laughs) juke. And so I'm, I, and so when like, yeah, when a diamond shows up, um, I either have to, like, just hard focus them and and get them to start hard focusing me so they stop paying attention to my team. Um, and if I can't do that, like, if I can't, if I can just do nothing against them, there's literally nothing I can do. There, um, there have been some games where I was fighting people that I just they were on a different level, and I. So like their their profile picture have like uh, Jason yes, <laughs> very much very much so, um, mm. but but sometimes it worked out great. Like I put up a video halfway through the holidays of what I did to a Genji, like a literal Grandmaster Genji. Um, his season I was Grandmaster. He was currently in Master. They were a tank main, but they had like 150 hours on Genji, and he's playing in my fucking gold plat quick play game. <laughs> he's just destroying my team, just absolutely destroying them. And at first, I didn't know what I was dealing with. I was like, well, this, this Genji's pretty good. 
Like, uh, most Genjis would have already died by now, but oh my god, he's over there, oh my god, he's over there, what the fuck is up with this Genji? I finally kill him, and between round one and round two, I open up his profile and look, and I see what I'm up against. And it's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> so the next, the next, we won the first round, but the next round, I'm really racking my brain trying to think of how to deal with this guy. And as I'm working on how to, trying to figure it out, I killed him again. <laughs> and there you I, go. I think he must have looked me up because after that, he would not leave me alone. And, <laughs> and he was like, this, this fucking platinum is not going to get the best of me. So uh, in round two, he just came straight for me. And instead of, you know, fighting him, because, you know, who knows if I'm going to win again. I just led him on a chase around the map and just kept him away from my team. And as a result, my team took the point. We won that round. We won the game. Just, just being, cause this guy just couldn't. You got his goat. I did. I got his goat. You aggroed like mm -hmm. a champ. Or was it? Well, no. Yeah, kited. I kited him like a champ. He kited, aggroed, yeah. He, he aggroed. aggroed. He, he yeah, aggroed. He kited. I kited him like a champ. He blew his ult trying to hunt me down. Ha! Yeah, he blew his ult, <laughs> nice. and he and he didn't get anything out of it. <laughs> like I just got you away. know he was sitting in his basement pissed off. I uh, yeah, and like I wanted to send him like a good game or whatever, but I nah. knew he'd just be pissed. He would just be pissed. It would have come off as yeah. sarcastic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like he would just be pissed. But that felt fucking good. I have two quick things then before headlines. One is a confession, and one oh. is what I'm actually playing right now. Okay. So after Assassin's Creed. Well, I played The World Ends With You for about five minutes, and woof, uh, no. Yeah. It is, I emailed Chance well, about this. What were they talking about? What were they thinking? I emailed Chance about this, and he's like, yeah, well, it's, that's because it's a port of a port from a system there. It was designed to take take advantage of the two screens. That's been all been bastardized into a touchscreen and this and that. And I'm like, no, no. So that was not fun. Um, they, I was playing it in handheld mode because my pro controller wasn't charged. And and it's all touchscreen. Like there's no buttons. You have to like have your finger on the screen all the time to move to attack. I'm like, no, this is not okay. And then I looked through the menu, and even if you were playing it on the screen, you end up using one of the Joy Cons as like a pointer to move things around. So no, absolutely not. And you know what the DS came with? A fucking stylus. Yes. Yeah. Well, the <clears throat> DS was smaller. It was it was more comfortable holding a, a, a DS. In one hand yeah. and using the stylus on the other hand, the switch is heavier. Mm -hmm. Trying to hold that in one hand is not necessarily easy. Well, but if so, you don't need the if you don't need the Joy Cons at all, you could just snap them off and make it a little. You're right, lighter. I could have done that because yeah, everything. Much lighter Joy Cons are like air in your hand. Yeah, they really are. So that that I mean that literally lasted about five minutes before I took it out and like, no, this is not something I'm going to enjoy. So I needed to play something like diametrically opposed. To Assassin's Creed Odyssey, so Ooh. Mega Man 11. That's a fun Mega phrase. Man 11. No, that's not diametrically opposed. They're both platformers. No, no. Okay, mm -hmm. well, mm -hmm. Assassin's Creed Odyssey never had anything difficult in it. Mega Man 11 is hard all the time. Okay, you fought the boar, though, right? I did fight the boar. Oh, yeah, that boar pissed me off. There you go. All right, go on. Okay. <laughs> Mega Man 11, though, the, the difficulty settings are, it's like, like, wimpy, easy... And the, the description of easy is, it's been a while since you played a Mega Man game, you'll be okay. And then normal, and normal is the way it's like, normal is Mega Man. Mm -hmm. Two lives, and then you're starting over again. Even having these other difficulty options is frankly a concession to modern sensibilities. It is, and there's other concessions where as you, as you grind for bolts, you can use it to purchase more lives or energy tanks. But I'm telling you, it doesn't matter, because the game is really freaking hard. Mm -hmm. And I even went online and said, okay, what is the order of the bosses to fight? 
because I don't have the time to screw around and mess around with this. So I looked it up, and I've gotten through one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, seven of the eight regular robots. Oh, wow. And some of those guys are the, ball, the 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 levels are just motherfuckers because you've got instant death stuff like those little spiky balls that you touch and die. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, there's a ton of those in a row, and then you die and you run out of lives and you're starting over at the beginning of the level again. Beginning so, of the level, but not game. Beginning of beginning beginning of that robot master's level. Oh, that's fine. It's not fine because some of them are long. Well, okay, it's fine because it is true to what Mega Man is. And as much as the game is making me mad, I think it's funny because it is about a million times better than Mighty Number no. 9 was. Yeah. Mighty Number no. 9 was garbage. Never forget. Garbage. Never forget. And, and this, because this is the third kind of modern traditional Mega Man. There's, there was eight, nine and ten, which were basically eight bit games, but made modern, you know? This one actually visually is a modern game, but really? it's still Mega Man. Yeah. So wait, it's, it's not like it doesn't have that eight bit look? No. Well, hang on. No. 9 and 10 had the original 8-bit look, kind of like how that um, that Circle of the Moon one, the Castlevania yeah, yeah, one, yeah. was like a modern 8-bit game. No, this is not. This is like Unreal 4 or some... I mean, it might be Unreal 4. I, mean, I didn't look it up. Uh-huh. But it, it looks like a modern game. Uh-huh. But it controls like an 8-bit Mega Man game. Is it on Switch? I believe it is. Uh-huh. I don't know why it wouldn't be. Kind of wished I liked Mega Man more. But it's it's yeah I don't get it it's it's good and it's hard <laughs> so uh, I've never gotten into I, Mega- lo- it's, it's, I loved X X was the Mega Man game for me I I see I loved two and three way back in the day I, I played them and I beat them back in the day but they were never like ooh another Mega Man X was amazing to me X was yeah X was really X was Super Nintendo right yes yeah yeah but even now when I go back to X I don't enjoy it as much as I did just because well, I don't play. You gotta be in the right mood for it, cause I cannot, ma- I cannot play Mega Man for like three hours, cause I just get too pissed off. Mm-hmm. It's, you, you play it for like an hour, hour and a half, and then you gotta do something else, because you start to make stupid mistakes, and you've got two lives! <laughs> to get through the level and the boss, and the boss is always going to kill you the first time, cause their patterns are all over the place. And you don't like Dark Souls because... Because when I die in Mega Man, I've lost nothing. Okay, good point. I don't leave all my bolts or souls or whatever. I mean, all I can right. grind through the level and, and die off, and I keep those bolts, and then I can go back to Dr. Light's lab and buy a couple extra lives, so you're not losing those things. So I forgot his name was Dr. Light. Yeah, oh, my God. Yeah. Dr. Goodness. It, it gives you an origin <laughs> story for, like, Dr. Light and Dr. Wiley hailing Dr. each other. Dr. God, Dad. Oh, really? It kind of does, yeah. Once upon a time, there was a cool dude. And a bad dude said I'm a bad dude. (laughs) And then the confession is that I've started playing Magic again. It's a good thing. Like, have you played it before? I played Magic in college. Okay, so you you know what it is. Is it completely different? Did you pick Um, it up? It is completely different. Are we talking you're doing physical cards or you're doing. I'm I'm talking physical cards. I'm talking paper crack. That was one of my two gifts to my sister in law this year. She wanted a, she wanted two decks of Magic: The Gathering cards. Yeah, that's yeah, a nice family. Yeah, so what? It, I mean, I, I I cannot talk about anything remotely nerdy with anyone in my extended <laughs> family. Well, I mean, I'm playing with my brother, which is cool because it's something for he and I to do, do together. Oh, that is. And cool. then I got a, we got a couple of friends who are playing with it too, but they're still learning, so it's kind of painfully slow. Um, but it, it's fun now because I kept like a core of my old cards from college, oh. like just just a couple just a couple hundred cards. Sold a lot of them off, so nothing valuable. But in college, I played a lot of black. 
because I was that guy. So I've got a ton of old black, grossly illegal cards because the way magic works, every couple of every couple of years, the old stuff goes away. We don't know what black means. What? We don't know what black means. Yeah, no. You don't this know what black all... means? No, you're talking about no. Fucking... Is it like like a like a like a black mage? No, no. Kind of like okay, like all right. In in in, in magic. magic. Okay, so I know I know it's about in, in... like you have like uh. uh like Mana, land yeah, as land, like yeah, ammo, yeah. and then you use character so, cards to attack. Just, just in general, there are five different colors, mana colors, not including dual colors and colorless and artifact creatures. You've got red, blue, white, green, and black. Red, blue, white, green, black. And each color kind of has a metagame associated with it. Blue is about fucking with your opponent. Red is about doing direct damage. Um, green is about giant ass creatures, white is about defense, and black is about trade-offs where good things hurt you too. And I played a ton of black because honestly the art was cool, and it had cards like the Lord of the Pit. So I'm going to play black. So I kept a lot of those old cards. Now the way magic works is that if there's constantly sets coming out, and in order for a deck to be quote-unquote legal, you can only be using the last couple of years of cards. Oh. So this now has been literally 20 years. So I have cards in there older than my children are collectively. If you add them together, I have cards older than them. Um, so what I did is I went out and bought new decks, new pre-constructed decks in the guilds of, uh, guilds of Ravinica, Ravinia, Ravinica, whatever the newest expansion is. I bought pre-constructed decks out of those and I swapped out some cards for these old illegal cards. <laughs> Cause it's just among friends, but it's, 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 it's fun. It's it's now, fun do, now. Does your brother have the same amount of experience with magic as you do? No, he doesn't. But he picks these things up incredibly quickly. And and yeah, but did and, you wipe the floor with him? I, no, because he bought this pre-constructed green deck that it took me like three tries to do anything about. Because oh. there's like I'm because the way the meta has changed. Even though these old cards are fun, that doesn't necessarily mean they're good against new cards. Because the meta changes of what is important and not important. You know, there are old, mecha- there are mechanics that are removed and replaced with other mechanics. They still work in the context of the game, but, you know, what they were designed to defend against or attack against just may not exist anymore. So I've got all these little weird things from 20 years ago, and he's got 9-9 forest creature that kicks your ass. And I'm like, I don't have anything to do against that. So it's, it's fun. It is a constant fight to not buy boosters every time I'm at a store because I, I really shouldn't be spending that much money. How much is a it, booster pack? Oh, like four bucks, and there's 12 cards. Well, that's not bad. It's not, but I don't want to buy a booster. I want to buy a fat pack for 40 bucks, which is like 15 boosters and some land, or, or pre-constructed decks, which you know are like 20 bucks. Mm. So There's a ton of shit in there. It's kind of there neat. is. It does, but pre-constructed decks are always too heavy on land. Mm. Like, you need to, like, you need to tune a pre-constructed deck before it's actually any good. Um, so... Yeah, that's kind of what I've been doing now. And now, now the boy is like, "Hey, can we play some magic?" I'm like, "Shit, now I have that's to buy awesome. him his own cards." It is. Now I have to buy him cards. Well, it too, is because no. I don't want him messing with my cards and my decks. No, he doesn't get to well, touch did, your cards. Does this kid not get an allowance? What the hell? He well, he he got a whole lot of Christmas money and he spent well, it on Fortnite V Bucks. <laughs> oh, see, now he's about to learn a very yeah. important. Yeah, lesson. Yeah, his important lesson was: I'm like, okay, boy, starting the new year. <laughs> Any missing homework, I take all your electronics away. He's like, all right, no problem, Dad, I got it. 
So guess what happened yesterday? <laughs> Missing assignment. Guess who doesn't get Fortnite? <laughs> Ooh, for how long? Oh no! Until until Rubber's it's fixed. The road. Until no. he gets whatever is missing handed in. Yeah. All right, lay down the law, man. I had to. How do you know for sure? Like, are you in that easy contact with his teachers? Uh, no, it's all posted electronically now. I mean, you can oh, really? check every day. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. It's God. all it's all online. You can check every day to see what's what's missing, what's not missing. And How oddly are you enough, guys he told me in the world in education. I don't get that. Because like we enable system. a lot of stupid things, and the way teaching actually happens isn't very good. It's, there's a higher emphasis on testing than there is teaching, hmm. because there's yep, all thanks, these Bush. standards that you must meet these standards. But you know, when you're teaching to the test as opposed to teaching to like learn, it isn't as effective. So nope, you just learn the test and then yeah, and, and, and it's, it's nothing is applicable anymore to anything. Nope. This Lord of the Pit art is pretty epic. Yeah, it is. Yeah, some of the art's good. Mm-hmm. I was flitting through just like uh, this is that list of uh, twenty one best cover arts and stories. I'm, I spent like an hour just flipping yeah. through that. Yeah, so it's That's some good lore. I'm still I'm 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 learning it. I'm 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 learning a lot of the new stuff with it. Like I don't I didn't really understand how the new um, uh, planeswalker cards work, so I had to figure that out. So it's 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 fun. No, it's cool, man. It's good. You sound resigned. You no, it, 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 it's resigned be because it's it's thing. it's an it's it's an incredible money sink. Yeah, you promised yourself you wouldn't yeah, do this. Yeah, and now it's like <laughs> I, I, I like before we recorded, I went to the store because I needed like contact solution, and I walked yeah. past like the kids area and there are the cards. I'm like, shit, <laughs> and I didn't do it this time. And you're hiding decks yeah, around the house. It's not. It's not. <laughs> I've got land hiding places just in case I need some land. <laughs> so. So that's 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 what's going on around here. So does that mean it's time for headlines? Absolutely. Headlines! <clears throat> In Overwatch news, really, really not much news this week. So so not much, not much. Oh really? Not much not Overwatch at all, stuff huh? to cover. So so we'll just we'll, yeah, oh, we'll just okay. through this pretty quick. <laughs> well, it's been a couple of yeah. weeks. I mean, stuff happens while we're gone. <laughs> okay, so Blizzard basically pulled the rug out of Heroes of the Storm. Um, the, the dev team is scaling back. The devs are moving on to other projects. There's just kind of going to be a skeleton crew maintaining it for, uh, the broad player base, which is not that many people as far as I've gathered. That's, but yeah. they used to do a thing where like there were streamers who all they did was stream the game and that was their job and they were paid by Blizzard to popularize it. Uh, they're all fired. <laughs> yeah. Um, there were, there were official tournaments. There was all sorts of official infrastructure and all of that is gone. The official tournaments are gone. The tournaments have been canceled. So naturally, damn, among the it? over, and the, the, you know, this, the writing was on the wall for this for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I Dota I wins is basically what happened. Dota yeah. Wins. They'd been, or league. Just like, they've yeah, been trying league, to, yeah. like, they've been tr- doing all this cross promotion to try to get the Overwatch player base into heroes where there was like, you know, there's this awesome fucking skin for Genji. You can only get it if you play heroes this weekend <laughs> and um but so so the overwatch community obviously did not have a positive reaction to this this is pretty scary for blizzard to take one of its major properties and say we're basically not supporting it anymore um but also the consensus among the overwatch community is blizzard has sunk literally millions of dollars into overwatch league the various owners of league teams have sunk at least i think it's 20 million dollars a team to buy in Jeez. to be part of the league they're not walking away from Overwatch anytime soon. And in fact, rumors yeah. have started to kind of sprout lately that work has begun on Overwatch too. Yeah, that's what um, what's his face from uh, Red Kotaku was kind kinda... of suggesting. Very much suggesting. Yeah. The that's section. the problem with an esports league based around one game. <laughs> 
Because no matter how good your game is, it's going to go away. Well, yeah, but in, it's in going the case to rotate of, out. In the case of you know, like uh, Street Fighter, it'll rotate into the next Street Fighter. I know, but that's pro- that's the problem with the whole league based around you know, Heroes of the Storm or Overwatch. Or it could be like wow, and just sort of cast calcify into the landscape. Yeah. Or it could be you know, South Korea and me Star- Starcraft that they play forever. But anyway, <laughs> I don't. Uh, man, I'm I'm glad they <laughs> like it. It's their game. Uh, Alucio Nendoroid is now available for pre-order. It's pretty cute. Um, okay, so there was a thing that we will call the Ellie situation. <laughs> I heard about this. Okay. <laughs> this, this. So uh-huh. there was there was a contenders team. Now, contenders team is like is like a level below uh, Overwatch League. It's it's like the AAA or the double A's. Um, and the uh, this team announced that they were going to bring in a woman named Ellie. Uh, Ellie's account only appeared in Overwatch about two weeks prior to this, and almost immediately shot up, shot up to top 500 ranking on PC. Now, the people who were you know were watching this this player's streams noticed that there seemed to be a delay in the woman's voice compared to the rest of her team, and thus a conspiracy theory was born, this combined with the fact that they're obviously a smurf, that this wasn't a woman playing at all, it was probably a man playing an account because no woman could play this good, let's just forget that Kaguri exists. Um, yeah. uh, so this was, this. so the Ellie persona was then the target of a massive campaign of harassment and toxicity, threatens, uh, threatening to dox her and shit like that, and Ellie announced that this was all too much, they didn't think it would be this bad and that they are uh, withdrawing from contenders they're not going to be on the team anymore so naturally the liberal side of the gaming community rises up and points a finger at the, the people who are assholes to a woman gamer saying you know you're why we can't have uh, fucking female representation in gaming you guys are all pieces of shit and well okay so it turns out it was revealed that ellie was a top male top tier streamer and did the whole thing as some sort of ill-conceived social experiment mm, not a social no. oh come no. on now, I don't no. that. Blizzard's statement on the matter is that, quote, after investigating, we found that Ellie was a fabricated identity and is a Smurf account created by a veteran player to obscure their identity. The owner of Ellie's account is a player with no current or prior involvement in any Overwatch contenders or Overwatch League team. Ellie was never formally submitted to the active roster of the team and never played a contenders match. They then went on to describe all this, basically that if someone comes around and just tries to be an asshole, we'll, we, we kick him out. But here's the best reaction to it. Liz yeah. Richardson, managing editor at Overwatch Esports site Overwatch Score, gave what I consider the best take on the story. Quote, I am seven goddamn levels, thousand levels of livid about this Ellie situation. <laughs> People involved aside, this stunt will have lasting ramifications for any woman, non-binary person trying to get into contenders. They will all now be subject to lol are you real harassment. Like, the whole thing, everything about it, every step of the way was just as stupid and shitty as possible. See, Overwatch has that, and the FGC has Sonic Fox. Sonic so Fox, yeah. Well, yeah I think FGC wins that round. They do. They absolutely <laughs> do. Um, a short story released on Monday that reveals that Jack Morrison, Soldier 76, had a doomed romance with a fellow dude, and that Anna once had an adorable kitty mask with kitty ears. Overwatch lead writer Michael Chu clarified <laughs> that Soldier, Soldier 76 identifies as gay, and the internet just freaked out that Blizzard was forcing this on them. 
Uh, now, we all remember the horrible bo- boycott that Blizzard suffered after the 2016 Christmas comic revealed Torbjorn had a wife and children when crazed and disappointed fans howled their agony at learning about the personal life of a fictional character. This was all sarcasm, by the way. Nobody gave a shit. <laughs> so, like, you know, like, lots of Overwatch characters have been confirmed as straight and having straight relationships over the years. No one gave a shit. Uh, we should keep on confirming that characters are gay until no one gives a shit. See, the double standard there is, is that it's pretty obvious that, at least I believe, that Tracer is not straight, correct? I don't think it was obvious. I mean, she's as much of a tomboy as Farrah is, I suppose. Yeah, and nobody cares about that because it's a girl. No, I... Because th- lesbians are sexy. Well, well first of all, there, there, <laughs> there, That's a great was, way to uh, there, was, there was absolutely backlash about the Tracer thing, but it was absolutely... I wouldn't say it was less than this... Um, but lesbians are absolutely considered more palatable to the the mass market than, than a male, uh, a male gay, because the idea being that straight men can empathize with a lesbian and women, because they're also attracted to women and women can empathize with a lesbian because they're women. But for some reason, straight men just can't empathize with a gay man. I don't fucking get it either way, but that that is kind of the popular thing. Not only that, but lesbians are still really sexualized uh like idealized sexualized in in a lot of if you look at any of the art surrounding the game uh it abs like the the characters only become very sexual in the fan art when it's representing gay or lesbian for some reason like they become super like God, I've seen so many super hot Soldier 76s. There there is a massive component of the community that is absolutely thrilled with this. On the art Discord that I I follow, I've probably posted 12 pictures of Soldier with some variation of the rainbow in the past past 20 hours. In fact, yesterday, uh, if you just... Have you seen the one where it's... 76 in the um, the Evil Knievel costume, but it's the gay flag cape, and it's like, we're all gay. No, no, I, I, no, I have seen <laughs> Awesome. That. Yeah, but the, the one I yeah. posted yesterday was just like this really nice kind of painterly image of um, of him in profile, just his bust, but his mask is a rainbow color. So it's, mm, yeah. Okay. You know, right. a, lot, a lot of people are really happy about it. It's, yeah, it's a good thing. And, um, and one of the Overwatch devs basically said that it's really disappointing that when we do something like this, there is a reaction. Um, the idea is we need to keep doing it until there's no longer a reaction, because there shouldn't be. Yeah. You're decades away from that, unfortunately. Yeah. We'll see. You know yeah. what? I mean, I'm still getting the, what was it, uh, Last Jedi was a cinematic disaster yeah. thing popping up on my next up. Oh, you know, I didn't put you it can, there. Who's putting you, it there? You can Get click on those things and say, I'm not interested in these anymore. It works. Yeah. Yeah. I cleaned out that stuff. Laura Dern. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, the adorable kitty mask with kitty ears for Anna can be earned right now and for the next few weeks simply by winning nine games across Qu- Quick Player Arcade. There's a bunch of new sprays that can only be obtained by watching selected Twitch streamers, including one of 76 and his lost love. Do do people care about sprays? Uh, people, yeah. Uh, some do. <laughs> but what they do <laughs> is they find I mean, the streamer, they put on the stream, yeah. they walk away. Because you have to watch like yeah. you know, five hours of the guy and then you get oh, so many yeah. sprays. Well, Why? You, like, you, watch, no. you watch two hours, you get these two sprays. You watch four hours, you get these two sprays. Yeah. You watch six hours, you get all the sprays. You put it on a second tab when you do something else. Exactly. What happens. exactly. There you go. Uh, some nice quality of life changes are now in the PTR. Melee kills will appear in the kill feed. That's awesome. And alt shutdowns will appear in the kill feed. So you know how, like, um, right now when there's a kill, there's, like, an icon of Soldier 76, then an icon of, like, use the Helix rocket to kill this character's yeah. icon. Now it'll be... Uh, this character
character icon, Diva, uh, use Defense Matrix icon to destroy this character icon's ultimate ability. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. And things like that, um, um, things like destroy or taking out alts or destroying just like a torb turret or something like that, uh, their, their icons are kind of vertically squished, so they don't take up as much as the kill feed as anything else. So that's cool. I'm kind of looking forward to that. But <clears throat> a major balance patch changes are now in the PTR. Uh, armor. Damage reduction for armor will now max at minus three instead of maxing at minus five. So prior to this, if you had a weapon that did, uh, let's say 19 damage, like one shot from Soldier 76's weapon, if it hits, uh, Reinhardt, uh, it will do 14 damage instead of 19 because it armor takes off either 50% or five damage, whichever is lower. Uh, lower? I think so. Something. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. but now... Math. Yeah, but now it'll only... Soldier will start doing... Uh, 15, 19, 18, 17, 16. 16? Now he'll 16. do 16 damage or something like that. Um, so we... Uh, basically, everyone whose damage is greater than 6 uh, on their melee weapon, or on their weapon, is going to do better. Uh, for something like a sniper who only shoots once per second, you're only getting plus 2 damage. For someone like Soldier, you're getting quite a significant increase. For someone like Tracer, whose bullets deal six damage, you're getting absolutely no benefit from this unless you're landing headshots. Mm-hmm. Um, so for a lot of people, a lot of people say, well, this is going to just kill tanks. I'm like, well, there's tanks that don't fucking have armor. Like, it's not going to be a problem for Roadhog. It's not going to be any problem for Zarya. And frankly, armor's Kind of a bitch. Um, <laughs> so this makes uh, some heroes a bit stronger versus armor, but uh, for snipers, the benefit will be so small as to be meaningless, or there will be no benefit at all for characters like uh, Tracer, Winston, Moira, unless the Tracer is landing headshots. But for specific heroes like Soldier 76, uh, Hammond's guns, uh, I believe Reaper's shotguns also will benefit from it. Um, there what are about Bastion? Uh, I'd have to look it up, but I would imagine that Bastion, at very least in recon mode, it will be a benefit for him. Mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, Bridget's ultimate rally uh, provides permanent armor to the team, but now that armor will only remain on their team for 30 seconds after rally ends. So there's another okay, nerf. So use it up or it goes away. That's okay. right. There's another nerf to armor. Diva's defense matrix cooldown. So you can bring up defense matrix. Once you let it go, you now have to wait two seconds instead of one to bring it up again. Um, now, my brother is absolutely going to hate this. Mm-hmm. Um, but Diva has kind of been like, she's almost a 100% pick rate. Like at almost every rank. Uh, you always, there is almost always Diva around. And at, uh, in the pro tier, top 500, Grandmaster on PC, there's a Diva in every single fucking game. Because she's that fucking good. And a big reason for that is Matrix, and yeah, I don't have a problem with that. But here's the big one. Reaper's lifesteal ability, which is, he deals damage, and currently he receives 30% of the damage he deals back as health. That's being increased from 30% to 50%. So what this means is a Reaper can walk up to you and just land a body shot on you. Just not even the head, just in the body on a Roadhog. He heals himself for 70 damage. Jeez. If he is being damage boosted by a Mercy, he will heal himself for over 100 damage. If the Mercy was just healing him... <laughs> she would get, he would get less healing than, than the damage Damage boost. boosting and shooting. So okay. not only are you getting the damage boost, but if you're landing headshots, as Reaper, you are receiving potentially, uh, it's 130 times two per second. 
If you're just landing headshots, ding, ding, ding on Reaper, you're healing 260 damage per second. Reaper's health pool is 250. Mm. So, what is all this? This is the... Invulnerability, yeah. pretty much. What it is, is the devs saying uh, the GOATS meta is dead and Reaper's here to kill it. Which one's GOATS again? <laughs> GOATS is big armor, facilitated mostly by... Uh, well, okay, what it is, is it's Bridget, uh, Zarya, uh, Diva... Is is there a big pharma joke in that? Uh, no, <laughs> that I'm aware of. Um, okay, I was just we could probably get one if we tried hard enough. What, what it's about is yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm three, not three tanks, three healers. Because there's three healers, those tanks are unkillable. Because the tanks have huge health pools, they're very, very hard to kill. And the Reinhardt and the uh, the Bridget have huge cleave damage. Uh, so you basically just pick a target, rush it, kill it. Turn around, do it to the next guy. Um, and the only, heal, well, yeah. Yes, and at the pro scene, pretty much the only thing that stops goats is the other team running goats and just being better than you. And it's frustrating as fuck, and people have not been happy about it. It's kind of been, it's been the meta um, almost since Bridget showed up, and she's the one that facilitates the meta, and that's why this is yet another adjustment to Bridget, because she is the one that makes this meta possible. <laughs> I get the feeling you don't like Bridget very much. I hate Bridget. Bridget sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but man, I'm I'm getting pretty good at killing them. And the th- you have to. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Bridget got nerfed so that she can no longer just shield bash and instantly kill me. Now she's got to land two melees and then she can shield bash and instantly kill me. But it takes Bridget literally one second to throw two melees. So it's pretty easy to still get killed by Bridget, but. Um, her bash is no longer a death sentence unless a teammate focuses you with her, usually. Mm. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I do hate Bridget. Bridget fucking sucks. And in fact, there are times when I'll be <laughs> playing a quick play game and I'm feeling flexy and I'm like, we need a support, but I don't know that I need, we need another primary support. Really, what would be ideal for this team is Bridget. But I'm not going to fuck with Bridget. <laughs> so I'm going to play Tracer. <laughs> no, it's not even that. I'll go play, like, I'll play Moira. I'll play Zen. I'll play, I would play Lucio. Bridget. I would play Lucio <laughs> yeah. before I play Bridget. I fucking hate Bridget. I wouldn't even play her. Well, I thought you liked Lucio more than um, that. I'm bad. I'm bad at Lucio. I am. Yeah. I'm, not a, I'm better on Zen than Lucio. And I'm not a great Zen. <laughs> but I'm better. I'm just bad at Lucio. <clears throat> okay, that's it for Overwatch News. Uh, after months of hyper-entitled toxic fan complaints, the super suit from San Raimi's Spider-Man trilogy has finally been made available in Insomniac Spider-Man just before Christmas. Rem- they need to stop. Reminding netizens that horrible behavior is always rewarded. So I don't know the story uh, behind this. Were people just tweeting at them saying, why don't you have the Sam Raimi Spider-Man suit in there? Well, no, not only the, the last DLC had some pretty crappy suits in it. I didn't even play the last DLC. But no, th- this was people yeah. like telling them that the game sucks, that they suck, just because they didn't have this one fucking suit in it. Like, what? Just, yeah, yeah, just be I don't even yeah, like it. Play the Iron Spider suit. Come on, get over yourself. Just people being dicks, you know, for the sake of being dicks for this one specific spot. Like, it was fucking awful. And it wouldn't surprise me if it had been Man. in the works the whole time. And because this stuff doesn't happen overnight, but no, yeah, huh? Uh-huh. Uh, the NPD group announced that in its first three months to market, Insomniac Spider-Man became the fastest-selling superhero game in U.S. history. Sony announced it had sold through over nine million copies of Spider-Man as of November twenty-fifth. God, nine million copies, and it's it's a platform exclusive. It's an exclusive single-player. Jeez, yeah. does, does that beat God of War? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember what the last number for God of War was. Because I know God of War was like right up there too. Is it okay? Uh, what was it? Is is VG chart still a thing? You know, I don't even know. 
But I mean, I suppose Spider-Man and God of War are kind of like Sony's version of Zelda or Mario or Smash Bros. I wish God of War was Sony's version of Zelda. (laughs) It keeps trying to be, and it's so close. The most recent one tried to be. Uh, yeah, Breath of the Wild wasn't that good. Just in case you forgot. Is... Weapon damage. Everything I need to know about it was told to me when someone said, "I have a sword that breaks in six swings." Yeah, go to and hell. Go. You've, to you've got a climb. Do not pass go. go you've got to a hell. climb everywhere, and you've got a stamina meter that disappears quickly. Uh, so it's 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 like Shadow Colossus, yeah. but worse. Yeah. Great, great. VG charts says five point six seven million for God of War. Spider-Man. Good. Copies? Copies. Uh, no, wait, that's not... Marvel Spider-Man... It's got to be more than that by now. I don't know if that's in the first just couple of weeks after launch. No, that, well, that's just what that's just what VG Charts had. VG okay. Charts has 7 million for Spider-Man, so they obviously okay. no longer know what you're talking old. about. Yep. Okay. okay. They were never reliable. They were always just the only <clears throat> game in town. Uh, Sony... The uh, Sony also announced that they have sold 91.6 million PS4s worldwide. They will likely hit 100 million by E3 2019. We get it, Sony. You win this generation. Okay, fine. Fine. You win. More games, please. I yield. <laughs> uh, awesome indie platformer Celeste is now free on Xbox's Games with Gold program January 1st to 31st. Get that one. Get it mm-hmm. if you have an Xbox. Uh, Telltale's The Walking Dead's upcoming episode got a trailer this week. I did not watch it. No, uh, did I? Speaking of trailers, I forgot to bring it up. Did did you guys watch the Hellboy trailer? I did. Yeah, yeah I, I did. I did. Yeah, David Harbour mm-hmm. looks good. The movie yeah, just not. It, the movie. The thing is, okay. Apparently, people who read the comics love that trailer because they're seeing okay. tons of images from the comics that we're not seeing. Right. I'm I'm seeing a movie that doesn't want to pay, but doesn't want to pony up for Abe. I'm seeing. I don't know how big Abe was in the comics. I'm seeing a movie... Well, I mean, like, he's more expensive than just having a guy with a scar. Yeah, true. I'm seeing a movie that doesn't have a... It, it, like, I was really hoping for something that looked as noiry as the comics did. Like, I wanted something that kind of... That kind of evoked uh, Joe... Or the, the style of... No, it wasn't Joe Mad, who was it? It was another... There's also a distinct lack of Perlman... I mean, that's he's he's old. I know he's, he's really too old. old. He can't be doing that. I stunts. know he's too old. David Harbour, there we could have done a hell of a lot You're right. This. You're right. We could have. He's a little too scowly, but and the script wasn't good. But he's he's giving the, it the, the best. The, the can, scowly can. is the makeup. Like they and like yeah. like Hellboy in the comics has like this really almost like Cro Magnon brow that is giving him a constant kind of like furrowed expression. And every now and then like an eyebrow will pop up and he'll look funny. Um So yeah, I feel like I need to see it like but I'm not I wasn't as I wasn't as blown away by it as I thought I'd be. And and, no, and, and Mila Jovovich? Yeah, Mila Jovovich. Jovovich, thank you. I guess they're it looks like they're doing Baba Yaga, I think. Uh, I saw no, chicken legs. The, she's the queen of something, queen of blood or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. She's like an ancient power or something. <laughs> but Bobby Young uh, would be cool. Okay, that, yeah, that, uh, that would be cool. Apparently, he, like, she, everyone I know that read the comics said she has the mm, best story. Yes. I yes. swear I saw a chicken and that's leg why, the, the, Yeah, that might be why the people, because like, if you read through the comments on YouTube, all the negative, like there's a ton of negative comments and every now and then people, someone's like, I read the comics and this looks incredible to me. So... Yeah. All right. Hey, the people getting mm-hmm. what they want. Uh, but but wasn't 
Hellboy more lanky than this? Uh, in the comics, he was. Yeah, the comics, well, in, he's actually pretty lanky. Yeah. Well, yeah. In, in the comics, he's got wide shoulders, and his legs are almost comically tiny. Like, yeah, like, he skipped leg day yeah. for like a million years. Yeah, and he's got like these big, huge arms, and of course the one, the, the you know, the hand of God or whatever. Um, okay. <clears throat> uh, Neat-looking indie feudal alloy will launch on Switch on January 17th. Check out a trailer for that. That looks kind of cool. Uh, but, more importantly, lovely indie Metroidvania Momodora Reverie Under the Moonlight launches on Switch on January 10th. So, listener, if you're listening to this on January 10th, it's today. Go get it. I am definitely going did to. You, did you I, play that? I did. I played it on PS4, and I decided I would finish it when it came to my Vita. It never did. <laughs> but now it's going to be on Switch, and that's close it's enough. A, it's a pixel art one again, isn't it? Yes, it is, but beautiful okay. animation. Beautiful okay. animation. Okay. Uh, Metro Exodus has a new release date, February 15th, 2019. I think it got pushed up two weeks. Yeah, I did. I'm getting kind of hyped for that game. Yeah, that story trailer wasn't bad, man. Mm-hmm. It was a good trailer mm-hmm. this week. I'm definitely hyper for that. More hy- hyper? More hype for that than I am for Far Cry whatever. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm not even going to get that next yeah. Far Cry. No, I won't buy it. it just, I'll, just, I'll play it when I play it. It's, it's on the list. but It's a fucking it. post-apocalypse Far Cry that looks identical to all the other Far Cries i played. I don't yeah. understand it. Yep. yep. Um, a recent study showed 45% of gamers in the U.S. are female. I mean, that's pretty much... Well, no, the majority. It's only it's only about six percent off the global average of the difference between sexes, anyway. Really? As I think it's like forty nine fifty one female. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. Yeah, that, that's that, a lot that, better that than that I thought. Doesn't it surprise <laughs> me. I'd like to know what what specific criteria they're using to decide who's a gamer. Like, because what I consider a gamer is you're yeah. either a PC gamer and you know what Steam means. Or you're a console gamer and you play like Nintendo, PlayStation, Xbox, whatever. If you're counting people who play Peggle on their phones, I'm not counting you as a gamer. I'm sorry. Candy Crush. No. How, how padded is that Candy Crush yes. number in there? No. And, and, on both uh, genders. I'm not picking on either gender for this, but that, that should not be included. No. In saying this, I'm not saying that, oh, girls only play smartphone games. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying yeah. that I'd, I'd like to know what, what criteria they used and what the actual... Uh, I don't. What am I trying to say here? Like uh, that, that, that gender split would be a little different on Call of Duty. Just well, no, yeah. I, I don't. I don't know that that's true. I don't know if that's true because I liked. Yeah, I guess they had to play Silent. I like. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. In yeah. fact, I was reading a thing the other day about uh, someone on the Blizzard Overwatch forums uh, after the Ellie thing raised a question of you know anyone here who's a woman. Um, do you play with voice chat? Do you find harassment's a problem? Um, what do you do? And so there were a ton of responses and that, like a, a ton of responses. And it was, it ranged from, um, I, I have problems rarely. It happens, you know, once in a while. Sure. They'll, they'll be an asshole to other people. Like they use either gender neutral or male sounding usernames and they never get on mic. Hmm. Um, so like I, this this is fucked but up. But I like to believe that that forty five percent is representative of console gamers, Call of Duty gamers, Overwatch gamers. Um, yeah, and the fact that there's so little representation in the higher ends of of the sport, it's a cultural thing. It's not a it's not an availability thing. They're out there. They're just yeah. afraid to they raise just... their hands because of what happened to Ellie. Ugh. In quotation marks. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon Go raked in $795 million in 2018 globally, putting it at a lifetime earning of around $2.2 billion. And it wasn't a good game, you said. Uh, I never played it. No, wait, which one did you... Oh, Pokemon Go. I'm thinking of I'm thinking of Pokemon Let's, Let's Go. Go. Yeah, yeah, Pokemon yeah, yeah. Let's Go fucking sucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was thinking of that one. 
Mm. Oh, yeah, and that new Mario was coming out on Friday, I guess. Well, Great. not, not yeah, new Mario, really it's, the, it's the old Mario. Okay, but who had a Wii U anyway? Uh, I mean, it might as well be new. <laughs> good point. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get that. I'll, we'll see how into Momodora I get. It's a 2D side-scrolling one. I'm tempted. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I'm tempted. My Switch has been idle for months, so I don't know. Someone completely remade remade Hideo Kojima's PT in Unreal Engine, compatible with PC VR, and they made it free. That, that took longer that than I That sound thought. you hear are Konami's lawyers just slowly coming over the horizon. <laughs> Maybe. Yep. But, you know, the guy's giving it away for free. It's already out there on the internet. What the fuck Yeah, it's too late. Do? It's out there. You will never you charge for it. Yeah. Uh, a new Alien game starring Isolation's Amanda Ripley has been announced. Yay! It's for smartphones. Boo! Fuck you, owners of the Alien fucking brand. No one asked for that. Uh, no. Uh, save game editors and console modding is now straight up illegal in Japan. It could cost you up to five years in prison and $46,000 fine. Prison time? Are you serious? Oh, yeah. God damn it, Cannot Japan. mod your saves. And I, I did, How does... <laughs> I didn't go into the article and read the article, but uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that, that, they, that's a consumer rights issue as far as I'm concerned. And that's the yeah, because... Basically, that what they're saying is that the company owns the game. You never own the game. And they own your saves, too. That's right. And the thing is, according to current uh, EULAs, that may be true. We may have given them that right. The first day we Well, then the game should be free. They should all be free. That's not the deal, either. <laughs> I know. I know it's not, that's, but That's it not be. what we agreed to. Yeah, shit. <laughs> uh, Devil May Cry 5 will get a second demo in February. This time, it'll also be on PS4. Yeah, okay. I don't know if it's the same demo or not, but I, I don't even know that I'm going to check it out. I don't I know. It's free. It's worth the 10 minutes to go through it. Yeah, that's probably true. Uh, Vanillaware are releasing a paid prologue for 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim in Japan. So this <laughs> this will... Uh, all 13 characters are in the demo. Um, it gives a full three hours of gameplay, apparently. But again, you have to buy it. You have to go to a store and buy this thing. And, insanely, the progress you make in the prologue does not carry over to the full game when it launches whenever it's going to launch. So, two things. One, that smells like they're trying to pay for the rest of the game. That's exactly what I thought. And two, what kind of game is it again? We still don't know. Uh-huh. But uh, uh, if you go to uh, All Games Delta, I think today... I'm just going to go there. I'm going to scroll down. Metro, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Oh, i got to go to the second page. Twelve, thirteen, thirteen. Back. Yeah, the, okay. it's the second one on this on the second page. And there's a bunch of screenshots in there. And there, there's not anything that looks like gameplay to me aside from, uh, aside from like, you know, what look like dialogue trees almost or, or conversations between uh, two yeah. characters. Like, I can't tell what the f- fuck it is what aside is... from just walking around and talking to people and, and being a beautiful of... Japanese teenager. People on, on a motorcycle here, but yeah, yeah. So what you're saying is you're not going to sign up that for that Japanese account and buy a copy of this prologue here. No, I'm not. Okay. Okay. Um, good. You, you well, have some restraint. Well, that is good. You know, if, if there's an English subs release in Hong Kong, I'll import that. But <laughs> 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 no, I will, I will, I would still import a vanillaware game. 
copyright came to that. Uh, there will be two bundles as a part of the price cut for Dragon's Crown Pro and Odin Sphere Leaf Thrasir in Japan that throws in the prologue plus the Dragon's Crown or Odin Sphere. Um, so yeah, like, you know, if I lived in Japan and spoke and read Japanese, I'd definitely fucking buy it just to understand what kind of game it is. Yeah, at least we're going to get some videos of gameplay out of this, hopefully. I sure hope. Uh, awesome hardcore 2D skateboarding games. Ollie Ollie and its sequel will be bundled up for a Switch release next month. It'll launch February 14th. Okay. Super cool. hardcore, very good games. Very good games. Uh, remember Dragon's Dogma? Yeah, I didn't like it. Well, Dark Arisen is getting a Switch port, and it launches on April 23rd. They have been porting that thing and not making a sequel for like six years. Uh, it was popular. I don't know why. It's it's pretty bland. Oh, well, who was it? I couldn't was it, get was through it. Logs. I I knew I knew another uh, <laughs> another blogger who just had epic stories of their adventures in that game. Absolutely loved it. Eh, the, the lore. The thing is, like pretty, okay, well, you played the game. No, I, I got about oh, three yeah. hours. It was Capcom, it. wasn't it? Yeah. 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 That was pretty I, I like the Shadow of Colossus bent mm-hmm. they had towards it, but... Everything I've it. read, aside from this, everything I've read from um, uh, consumers, from, from, like, just gamers playing it, they fucking love it. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what they said about... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, fucking, yeah Monster, uh, Monster Hunter, Hunter and yeah. fuck that, too. But again, those people do love it. It's, it's a cult. Mm. Uh, people are wrong. Finally, Resident Evil 2 is getting a half-hour one-shot demo on January 11th. And what this means is... You download the demo, you boot it up, you play it for a half hour, and then it's over. Now, does that mean you've got to the end of the demo? No. It just means you spent a half hour with it running. It turns off and you can never play it again. Mm. Uh, that's really that's weird. Really yeah, weird I don't, and yeah, stupid. I don't get that like, at all. That had better be the best fucking demo yeah. that makes the hugest fucking impression that you don't need to go back and see it a second time to make sure that yes it really is that good you should want to sell your furniture to get yeah, this on day I, I think of like the demo for the original Bioshock I think of the demo for Valkyria Chronicles and those were demos that you played again and again and again and again and again and just soaked it up and those were amazing demos I don't think I've ever seen a demo that I played it once and then that was good enough. And that was good enough to make experiment. me want to buy the game. It's an interesting experiment. Well, it's, it's interesting in the same way that, like, you know, watching a guy hit himself in the foot with a hammer is interesting. <laughs> I still don't think it's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> nah. I can't look away, but I think you For anyone stop. involved, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and those are the headlines this week. So. I'll play Resident Evil 2. Eventually, I don't know that I will. That's not even on my hype list. Because remake is really good. Was really. I mean, good. I'm I'm down for Resident Evil Four too, which is basically what this is, I guess. At this point, mm, I haven't seen any. Because they'd have is to completely it remake shoulder? it. I don't know. It is. It I has think it to is, be. Yeah, yeah. They changed it up. No one's going back to that security camera. <laughs> not if they can help it. How do we put good up with that God. then? Jeez. Tank control. I didn't put up with it three years ago. I was like, fuck. I don't know that any of these screenshots are actually... No. These are not helpful screenshots. No, it looks bland as hell. I wouldn't say bland. Like, the graphics no. are okay. Graphics are okay. It's, it's cool to see these characters that we love in, you know, Super HD. Yeah. Yeah. But will it just make me want to play Resident Evil 4 again? Maybe. Resident Evil Rather 4 is one of the best Resident Evil games. And it's also getting a re-release this year on Switch. Yeah. Yeah. Go, yeah. It'll run just fine. 
It's yeah. a GameCube game. It better run fine. God, that game just keeps going and going and going. Well, that's because it's one of the best. Oh. It's one of the most uh, critically and commercially successful games Capcom's ever done. Yeah. Good. It deserves it. It's un- It's so long. Okay, wait, is so Jill good. still wearing shorts in the new game? Is that what <laughs> I'm seeing she here? Is. Who wants short shorts? Come on. Yeah, she's wearing tiny jean shorts over, like, bike shorts. Did you expect anything less? <laughs> I guess I had hoped. Really? If, if they didn't do that, people would complain. Wait, wait, where, where's Ada Wong? <laughs> where's, where's <laughs> well, Ada, Ada had a badass dress. That red kind of thing on the split side or whatever? Yeah, the, the Oh, yeah, pattern. yeah, yeah, I remember that now. I remember. Like, she had a more bayonet energy. This is not that. <laughs> hey, speaking of bayonet energy, is Bayonetta 3 this year? Uh, that is the word, uh, but we haven't actually seen anything of it. It's just been announced. Mm. What I want to know is when are we going to get release dates for The Last of Us Part Two and Ghost of Tsushima? Because if one of those isn't in Sony's fall lineup this year, and it's fucking Dreams, if Dreams is all Sony has for fall this year, I'm not going to be happy. Anyway, See, when is Dreams? If, if, if we go by the theory that the new PlayStation is next year, PS5 is next year, which I buy that theory. I buy that theory that we're winding this generation down. And we got a PS5 and Xbox One, uh, two, whatever you want to call it, next year. Could we see The Last of Us Part Two go cross gen? Yes. Yeah. And I think I'd be okay with that because I would want to play that looking the best it possibly could. So if that means new hardware, so be it. I'm kind of hoping that uh, Sony aren't at E3 this year because they're going to have an event maybe a month earlier where they unveil the PS5 and show like five demos of games that are so good looking it makes my eyes melt. And one of them is called Bloodborne 2. (laughs) Oh, if only. I don't think From Software has the bandwidth to make two games at the same time. They do. They made... Well, they do. They're making something, and it's probably they have, Bloodborne. They have God, two games. God willing. They have two yeah. like, AAA well, no. full-release games that are being developed right now <laughs> alongside Sekiro. Really? They're doing three games? Yep. Yeah, the finishing touches are going on Sekiro. Yeah, like, Bloodborne did well. Like, it wasn't a system seller, but it did uh, okay, right? Let's ask Ouija charts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We already don't trust them now. We'll just go for it more. Yeah, well, we, okay, we, we know they're inaccurate, but we also know that they can give us a ballpark. Yeah. No. I, I would personally be okay with new hardware next year. Not this year. Give me 2019, no changes. But fall 2020, if I'm showing up for new hardware, I think I'm okay with that. Uh, as long to... as both consoles feature 100% backwards compatibility. Yeah, if the PS5 doesn't, I'm going to be fucking pissed. You know Microsoft's will. Yes, I do. You know it will. Yep. And there's, there's really no not no reason for either of them not to because they're both using x86. Correct. Uh, according to VG charts, three point six million for Bloodborne. That's not bad. No, not bad. Yeah, let, let me just type in Bloodborne lifetime sales. Square Enix would call that a failure, but yeah. hey, you know, <laughs> they call everything a failure. It's a negotiation tactic. How many copies of Bloodborne have been sold? They give it. They gave it away for free for a month too on PS Plus. That's how I got my copy, which I will never download ever. Bandai Namco revealed that 3 million copies of Dark Souls 3 have been sold worldwide as of May 11, 2016. So it's probably more. That's it for Dark Souls Still haven't done the old Hunters. I'm waiting for that to come down a bit. Oh, crap. I started and couldn't bother to finish Uncharted 4. Really? You couldn't be bothered to finish it? It wasn't as as that good. It's 
Uh, Drake's brother is yes. really boring, and yeah, I don't you like really him. really expect... Uh, yeah, you, you expect a certain payoff to occur with the brother that never happens. Really? He never backstabs no, you? He totally backstabs you. Yeah, but, but, but you you expect that little backstab, and then you... Yeah, it, it's all expected. Like, every, everything you expect uh. to happen kind of happens. The only really cool narrative beat of that entire game, as far as I'm concerned, there's two great moments. Nadine. Nadine! Punch! Nadine's punch. great. Yeah, no, Nadine is awesome as a character. But there's a moment where you and your brother are fighting her in, like, a stilt village. Yes. And, and she she fires Drake out a window, and you, like, climb along the side of it as you hear her beating your brother to a pulp inside. And then you climb up to a window, and as you leap in, <clears throat> you just basically fall through the ceiling right towards her. And you go, and you pull back a fist and go, Nadine! And she looks up at the camera, and you punch her in the face through the floor! It's yep. fucking amazing! And That's why Nadine could, could she shouldered oh, her own game, which was really good. Agreed. Yeah. I really liked the oil painting puzzle. Uh, all the pirates. I don't remember that. Yeah, I don't remember that. Sorry. You're trying to find the stars in the pirate painting. Don't remember. Don't remember. Uh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, I, I like kind of like the open world. Uh, were you in Galapagos? Uh, I don't think uh, it was Galapagos. No. Um, as ma- ma- no. starts with an M. Madagascar. Madagascar. Yes. That was fun. Uh, the winch puzzles are kind of fun. The ending yeah. I liked was good. The ending was good. That's, that's the ending good. is good. That's the thing is, it's not even the ending that was good. It was the post. It was the post-ending sequence that was amazing. That was absolutely fantastic. That made the whole game before it yeah. better. But it shouldn't have needed to be made better. It should have been fucking excellent. It should have been as good as Uncharted Two was, and it wasn't. For some reason, this like the everything in Scotland was really yes, boring. I felt the same way. I felt the same way. I was just like going through this to let it get to the part where it's hopefully going to be more interesting. And that part never yeah. really comes. It always just kind of feels like it's around the corner until Nadine punch. And then <laughs> in the end. Huh. Yeah. All right. Uncharted 4 was kind of a disappointment to me. Yeah. Um, what the f- it's, it's a thief sends an app title. I love the, 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 um, Penitent T stuff they're doing with it. That was that's an interesting angle, but they're not the doing a whole stuff lot with it? with it. The penitent, like the the Dis- Saint Dismas stuff. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And how it relates to Nate and his brother. This is good. This is good. It's some good subtext. Oh, that series is done. So you, you can't you can't I'm make glad. an Uncharted game that, that that's that's that smart. He's not fucking how to put it. He's not Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> like he's no. he's uh he's Indiana Jones. And what the last, literally, the last two Uncharted, wait, the last three Uncharted games, the mistake the last three Uncharted games was they wanted to, like, look inside at what it means for someone who wants to go out and put themselves in that kind of danger. And what does that say about him as a person? And we really need to investigate these feelings as opposed to, like, hey, buddy, catch. <laughs> That's the fucking feeling Uncharted should have been going for. <laughs> and, oh, by the way, he doesn't want to be a hero the entire game, but at the end he realizes that there's a supernatural threat that we really need to stop, and he finds the hero within himself. Show me that story again and again and again, because that's the good story. That is the good Uncharted. Uh, really good selling moments. I liked the um, the art heist. That was, yeah. that was neat. Yeah, but but just that first scene, well, one of the first scenes, where he's sitting on the couch with Elena having supper, and it's so yeah. fucking obvious that they're not actually eating something. And it's like, yeah. why, why would you even... Like, I understand that you did this to challenge yourselves, but if you can't do it perfect, don't do it. 
Yeah, the positive weren't that good. And also, Crash Bandicoot never had a, a point system, so what the fuck? I don't know. It didn't have a point system? Are you Remember serious? We're talking about points in Crash they had, Bandicoot. There was no points no. in Crash Bandicoot? Yeah, they're talking about how like, I'm going to beat your high score. Oh. And like they end up playing Crash Bandicoot. Like, this isn't... Yeah. Hey, guys, I've been on board since no, this it's, game. It's, well, it's about how many of the cherries you collect or whatever. Or apples or whatever they were. No, that's you, you roll over 100 and you get an extra Yeah, but that's life. not how they were scoring it. They were scoring it by how many you right. get. Yeah, it, it was just yeah. a personal bet between the two of them. Po- point is, um, the kiss between Ellie and the woman at the dance in that Last of Us trailer. Holy shit, that looked fucking amazing. That should yes, have been did. in there just to showcase that they can do it. That meal with Elena at the beginning of Uncharted 3, holy shit, you should have cut that. <laughs> no, because it didn't look real. It didn't, it literally... You mean form. Uh, yeah, said, sorry. I like yeah, yeah. the idea. I like the scene. I wish that scene was in there. Just the scene was good. The eating, the, the you could tell like, they were trying to do it to challenge themselves, and they couldn't do it. You should have cut it because it take anyway. Like I don't want to bitch about Uncharted Four all night, but I could. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, you know what game had really great looking food? Uh, that last Final Fantasy game. That last Final Fantasy game. Any Vanillaware game? Yeah, it did. Yeah, it's true. Vanillaware games do too. Yeah, they really do. Um, Monster Hunter. I'll give it up for that. Good okay. food. Hmm. Overwatch doesn't have good-looking food. Mega Man doesn't have good-looking food. Mm, these games are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Mega Man's too hard. It's too hard. That's all I have to play right now, though. Yeah, I'm not right. checking it out. I'm going to check. I'm looking forward to Momodora tomorrow. Yeah, okay. Uh, we recovered from the holidays. We caught up now. We good to go? I'm good to go. I'm good because to next week we actually have a, we have a topic next week. Oh, we do. We do. do. It's a topic that we we need to prepare for. We're going to talk about I'm pretty the 2019 hype list. I need to look into indies because, like, I can't off the top of my head, I can't think of any indies in 2019 that I'm hyped for. Didn't anyone play Greece or Gris? Yeah, I did. Don't play Don't play Gris. Yeah, because everyone's all over the map on that. It's either amazing it's crap. or crap. It's crap. Like okay. I wasn't, I was like, this looks pretty, this it's game not, is not it's, fun. The thing is, it is pretty, it's not really interesting to look at once you start playing it. It's, yeah. I was super disappointed. Um, yeah, it's kind of the way Ashen works, Aww. too. It's it's Dark Souls, but if you've played Dark Souls to death, there is nothing for yeah. you in there. It's just that again with, you know, more kid-friendly. The lore's not good. The enemy design is expected. It's just, it's bland. It's really bland. Well, maybe it's, you know, that kind of flavor, but accessible to kids, and that's all they're looking for with it. Yeah, that's what they're going for. Actually, Jim, Mark, <laughs> hey! you, get a, you get a buddy, you get a buddy to help you out, and it makes it a lot easier, but not in a yeah, bad way. Yeah, but if in you, a, thanks for helping me out, if, buddy, kind of if way. You di- if you die in it, do you lose your souls or whatever? Well, there oh, you go. Absolutely. He's going to hate it. Fucking, no. It is Dark Souls. Then no, I'm not even going to try it. <laughs> not even going to try <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. But it's a little slower, and it's like it's harder to lose everything all at once. Well, something. Oh, what the hell was it? I yeah. I tweeted a thing. A pixel art game. I just saw it today. I never even heard of it before. Um, let me find it here. I don't know. I'm so backed up from the other 28. Dark Devotion. Hmm, uh, just go to my Twitter. See the last thing I retweeted. Dark Devotion is a brooding, action-heavy rogue- roguelike side-scroller due early this year on PC, Switch, and PS4. Now, they say roguelike, but it's roguelike in the same way that, like, um, what's it called? Uh, rogue Legacy? Uh, yeah, kind of, where you keep your XP when you die. 
Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then you go back to the start and you, you know, have more shit. But it's like, you know, 2D pixel art, nice animation. Definitely going to keep an eye on that. Coming to PC, Switch, and PS4 this year. Dark Devotion. Dark Devotion. Oh, man. And then that lady who trained her dog with Harry Potter spells. I love that so much. Yeah. <laughs> I just, apparently this has been around for a while. I just found it today. It's fucking amazing to me. So we're like five yeah. people in the office. Anyway. <laughs> What's the command for poop? Uh, actually, there is one. Hang on. Let me see if I can find it here. Expeldio. Yeah. Poopio. Yeah. Where is it? That's, Where is it? that's not bad. I, 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 just, just find the right Latin root. Yeah. <laughs> Aquamenti. Aquamenti. And, <laughs> and when she does Avada Kedavra, the dog plays dead. Oh, come on. It's so good. And when she does Lumos, the dog is trained to step on a touchpad that will light up a room. Oh, And then she goes, knocks, and then he turns it off. It's so cool. Okay, all right, that's that's enough. All right, next week, 2019 Hype List. Get out. We are officially back from our holiday break, so we will see you then. Chance, thank you for talking. My pleasure, baby. Alex, thank you for being here. Yes, sir. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you in a week. Bye-bye.